Hey love, Ashley Han here, online branding and marketing strategist, entrepreneur, author, and coach, and welcome to a brand new special exclusive series of my show called Female on Fire, where I am taking you behind the scenes with incredible, powerful, successful, sexy, radiant females on fire. From spine-tingling pain-to-power stories, real and raw girl talk, to actionable tools and frameworks that you can use and apply in your own life, it is my intention that as you listen to each of these episodes, you will feel a spark light up inside of you and walk away feeling on fire and radiate that beautiful, unique, powerful flame out into the world. Let's dive in. Today's guest is Adrian Ellison, who is a beautiful creator, a coach, a truth seeker. Her work is profound in helping individuals heal their shadows, find authentic confidence and experience radical self-expression. She's helped hundreds of thousands evoke breakthroughs in their life through the work she does on inner child, cord cutting, repairing subconscious patterns such as self-sabotage, social programming, dysfunctional relationships, addiction loops, and the list goes on. She is so powerful. She's so grounded and she really is such a clean, clear channel. She was totally channeling in this episode. We actually talked about something that was totally not planned and so perfect and she just went all in and I'm so excited for you to listen to the conversation that we had all about detaching, letting go, protecting your energy, creating boundaries and cutting those ties with people who no longer serve you and who who are toxic in your life and not in alignment with who you are and what you're up to, what you're creating with your values, your vision. So this is going to be a really powerful episode for you. It doesn't matter who you are, where you are. All of us go through this and need this kind of support. So I am sure that this will be valuable for you. So without further ado, let's dive into the episode. All right, Adrian, I'm so excited to have you on the show today as part of the Female on Fire series. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for creating the time and space to be here with us today. Absolutely. It's such an honor. I'm excited to dive into this topic go all into it (laughs) my first time (laughs) this is so good yeah so we just had a a real real conversation right before this um you know hitting that record button and um I'm really excited because I know that so many of you listening right now are going to get such value from this and are going to be able to connect to this and I've had so many um I've gotten so many messages and requests for how to release attachment you know and how to move on and separate yourselves energetically from something, someone. Um, and I, I, when I saw, you know, Adrian come across my field, I was just like, this is going to be perfect because we haven't talked about this yet on the show. And, um, I'm, I'm excited to really bring it into this space and support the women listening with their own relationships and you know, cutting those ties and clearing themselves, especially if you're someone who's an empath right now listening, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and other people's energy affect you in a a way that's hard for you to, to clear yourself. I'm really going to let Adrian speak into this today and support you guys. So Adrian, why don't we start off with like the realness of what's going on with you right now? Cause literally she's cutting the cord of the cord cutting (laughs) 
method that like she go I'll I'll let you take it away Adrian because yeah the real raw stuff I'm excited to kind of start with yeah this this is exciting and I actually really appreciate you Ashley because this is something that I have wanted to talk about and have honestly just had to get so clear about my integrity and and the space I want to share from which is really my heart space and each and every one of us has such a unique path here. Like all of our purpose is relatively the same, which is to live out your authentic truth on this earth, to find the things that resonate so deeply with you, to experience pleasure and expression to the highest level. And the way that we do that is by rubbing up against other people who have language that comes into resonance for us. But no one person is going to be all of the language and all of the resonance that we seek. So that's why it's so important to have teachers in your life. And for teachers to understand that as a teacher, your service is to show up as a mirror. And when you're not able to be a clean mirror for people to support them in finding the next path for their teachings, and we're always students at the same time. So part of the teaching process is being the student at the same time. And at the beginning of 2020, I was going through a rough breakup. I was in a relationship with my first narcissist. I didn't really know anything about narcissism. And I, you know, got really spun up in this person's energy to the point where we had only dated for about three months. And it spun me so out of myself that I didn't really know who I was or where I stood. And that is where my journey of boundaries started. So I'm really known in the work of boundaries, which the topic that we're talking about, cutting ties, cutting cords, they really intertwined one and the same because how you engage with energy really is the process of understanding how cords and energy works and is shared between you and another person. So For me, this journey started when I got into this breakup, was so lost. I call it lost in the sauce, not understanding where I was, where I ended and where the other person began, what was their pain points and where was I processing their pain. And I didn't even understand how energy worked. So I would have these heavy spurts of depression that I couldn't really resonate with because my life was really beautiful. And I had all this stuff to look forward to. I was new in my business. My business was thriving. Yet I would find myself feeling these really heavy emotions that I was unable to trace back to anything. And that's when I really started realizing I am lost in someone else's sauce. And so I sought out help from an incredible Chinese medicine doctor who was very, very gifted at energy work. And some of her language didn't really resonate with me because I had never heard it before. And again, language is something that it's it's frequency-based, it's sound. So it either resonates with you or it doesn't. But if it doesn't resonate with you, that doesn't always mean that there's not some gold in there for you. It's just taking the information, cleaning out whatever it is that isn't in resonance and then refilling it. And that is the process of cord cutting as well. It's being able to assess as energy is entering your field, how does this sit with me? How grounded do I feel in this information? Or does this information actually take me further away from who I knew that I was? Therefore, this is not a piece that resonates with me. So I will redirect that energy. I will send it away with love and light. And I will call something in that is more in alignment with my beliefs, my understandings, my faith, my relationship with the universe. So I came across this incredible person to teach me this concept. And we dove in really heavy, really fast. Uh, We also had like a friendship. It was very messy uh, because of my lack of boundaries before. I kind of let everything bleed. This is a pain point in my life where friends and business and everything and partners and business. And so getting really clear on why I was so lost in this person, you know, she started to really help me unfold this. And there came a point in time where I actually needed the cord cutting from this teacher more than I needed it from my Mm ex-partner. And this really sparked my desire to master my own energy. Because here I had this teacher that no doubt wanted to offer these gifts 
and knew that I was really gifted. But the shadow aspect that comes up in people, myself included, is we do have these attachments. We have these attachments to wanting to be validated by the world, wanting to feel like we're so special, like our gifts are so unique, and they are. But one of the things that never really resonated with me was when we were doing our work together, I always felt like I'm going to teach, like she was saying, I'm going to teach you this, but you're not allowed to teach anyone else. And you're not allowed to really experience this without me Mm. or my name, you know? And I saw a lot of those shadow aspects coming up when she would talk about previous clients and previous students. And there was always this relationship where they had done her wrong or they had left her or, you know, something had happened. And that's where I really started to realize, oh man, I know when I talked about people like that in the past, I was deeply in victimhood, but I was attached. I was giving my power away to this idea that, you know, I will be the one that receives the benefits when I give somebody something. And in that space, like that doesn't resonate with me because that's not a gift. Mm -hmm. And I had had so many people that I had helped along their journey of healing. And what I had recognized was that own aspect of the shadow inside of me, where I also didn't really like it when I would give gifts to someone and then they would thrive and they would go off without me. It was like, well, what about me? And where I recognized the opportunity with this mentor was that some of the greatest mentors are not going to be people who just show you how great you are, what your gifts are, are not just going to bring you resonance, but they are also going to teach you a lot about your integrity and where you do stand and how to use your voice and how to have clear boundaries. And so after learning this process with her, I actually began to go really inward and spend about six months doing very consistent cord cutting rituals uh, on a daily basis from not her and not my ex, but the patterns that existed within myself Mm. where I continued to give my power away to both of them in order to feel like I could be worthwhile. And I decided to reprogram the patterns I had that continued to engage with that type of energy. Okay. So <laughs> that's, that's where we're at. <laughs> that, that is so it. I really want to highlight, highlight, highlight what Adrian just said there. So it's, and that's deep. It's not about the person. It's not, which we actually, you, you just said this before we even hit record, right? Is it's not about the person mm-hmm. ever. It's actually about you. And the fact that you went in and you were like, wait a minute, it's not that I need to cut ties with her or him and do the cord cutting about and make it about her or him. It's actually about me cutting that cord within myself that's having me in this situation, in this internal situation that's happening right now in this moment, Mm -hmm. which is so much more powerful than making it about them. And Mm -hmm. another thing that I want to highlight, and I'm sure y'all are taking notes right now, write this down attachment victimizes you. Mm-hmm. Attachment victimizes you, which is everything that Adrian was just saying. Like it literally gives your power away because now for you to feel whatever it is, satisfied, you know, loved, joyful, it is dependent now. It's reliant on a certain outcome by a certain person or situation or thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, so in other words, you are no longer able, you don't have the power, you're giving your power away to the other situations, people, things in order to create your own happiness. Do you Mm -hmm. see how that literally victimizes you? It has you be a victor, not a victim, not a victor. And so I love, I, I love that. I would even love for you to kind of further like, you know, unpack that the part about like what you did and what you realized when you went within and and cut those cords within yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So 
the process at the beginning, it's very hazy because what ends up happening, and I learned this from a different teacher that I had after this was when we live in a state of like what, what she called living horizontal. I had this psychic come to my house at one point and she mentioned this little concept and it's, it stuck with me more than so many things have. When you live your life horizontally, meaning that you are not able to self-regulate, self-validate, self-pleasure, self-soothe, you look towards these outside things to do that. And you're not probably aware of all the ways you do it because they're old patterns that likely were configured before the age of five. Like, this is how I had my needs met. I understand how to engage with this energy and everything that's going on in my field is just an interpretation. As far as truth goes, truth is super relative. Like everything in the spectrum is truth and how you choose to interpret it becomes your unique truth. And it's ever evolving on a minute by minute, second by second basis. So for me, what that looked like living horizontally was like, I imagined myself as like an octopus with infinite legs and every single one of my legs was being pulled by something different. The need to be validated sexually by a man, the need for my mother to not feel like I'm a burden, the need for me to heal from my dad's death, which was you know, locked deep down in a box, the need for me to get rid of my autoimmune symptoms and hopefully find a doctor that would be able to speak that language for me because I felt so helpless with it. The need for my friends to think like Adrian is, you know, the way I would compensate to make sure people would spend time with me because I knew I had a really strong personality. So it was like, Ooh, like I know how these friendships worked out in the past. Like I need to make sure I have all of these things so that people don't leave. Every single one of those was just an energy leak for me. So when it came time to go into cord cutting, it's again, like I can look at this person and say, Ooh, this person is really toxic for me. They don't serve my life, but every single day I can't help, but think about them, you know, feel some type of way resentful or feel my feelings hurt. I can't help, but go to their fucking Instagram, you know, with my ex, I go continue to go to his Instagram, even in the middle of cord cutting, which was like, shedding light on the fact that I wasn't really ready to cut that tie. And a huge part of my cord cutting process was being able to be honest about where you're not really at. What you want is very different and what you desire and the place you're trying to get to is not the same as the energy and the energy doesn't lie. And so for me, that process looked like cutting my engagement and being really curious about what my interpretation is versus what I would like my interpretation to be. And that is how much power we actually have with our mind, with our energy is to be able to say, I don't really like this interpretation. Like this interpretation was given to me by my parents. And although I've continued to perpetuate it throughout my life, it's not something that serves me. Or you might even be in a space where it's contradictory to what you actually are growing into. And so you'll find yourself, which that space right there, when you really have shifted into a new space, but you're still holding on to the other, that tie and that cord right there, that's what will keep you unable to manifest the thing you want because it's a contradictory thing in your field. It's just buzzing like this, ping-ponging back and forth. And we have that against other people. So when we have our interpretations, you can use the word triggers, traumas, anything like that. Those words have a lot of like heaviness and and, um, negative connotation to them. So I really like the word interpretation because it feels very free and like, oh, this is just my interpretation. It doesn't feel like it's weighing me down. When I would find myself interpreting energy between me and another person, my first thought would be, this is just an interpretation. Nothing is personal. I don't really know what this person is saying to me because I'm not neutral about it. And that's always how you can tell that there's an attachment, that there's some kind of a cord is when you're unable to pull back and say, well, this is kind of what I interpret it Mm. to be, but 
I don't really, I don't need it to be that interpretation. Mm -hmm. When you are fixated on an interpretation and you need that to be the interpretation that reigns true for everyone, that is a great indicator of a cord that needs to be cut. Yeah, totally. And that's, what's so fun about, you know, cord cutting attachments. Like they're all different words for the same thing, different language for the same idea and the same energy. Yeah. So it's really, I I like how you're, because I've never thought of cord cutting this way. So this is really cool. So it's actually shedding light on your interpretations and, Mm -hmm. um, and it's absolutely true. Everything is neutral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Every event, everything is neutral. It really is. We are the ones that put the charge on things be- yes. based on our interpretations, the meaning we're creating mm-hmm. from it. So I love that. And I'd love for you guys to write this down because something that really stuck out from what you said was um, asking yourself the question, is my interpretation in alignment with what I actually want? You know, yes. is your interpretation in alignment with your desire, with your vision, right? Mm -hmm. Because because if not, because you'll know the answer to that right away, the interpretation is the story. It's the fictional thing that you're creating that you're making up. (laughs) And if that's not in alignment with what you actually want, what you desire and with your vision, then that's an indicator that there's an attachment there. It gets Mm -hmm. to be seen because of course we can't cut something that we don't see. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it gets to be seen and it gets to be like released and a new interpretation is birthed. So can you talk right. about that process, how, how you run through that yeah. yourself? And one thing I do want to say is there, there are narcissists out there, meaning that there are people who continue to attack your energy field because they need to feed off of your light and all the beauty that they're interpreting that you have because they somehow believe that that is what gives them power. Mm-hmm. So understanding if you have someone like that in your life, Cord cutting and, and creating an understanding of how you're engaging with that energy is extremely important. And reason being, because if it continues to come at you and you continue to fight this interpretation, like, oh, I know this, I know that this is just an interpretation, but that person becomes very, very dangerous. Like they, they won't leave it alone. Like there are, that's why cord cutting can all, turn all the way into something physical, like getting a restraining order. Getting a restraining order is very much a physical form of cutting ties with someone. Mm-hmm. It is a, a very intense and dense way to say, I refuse to engage with this person's energy. So I just want to place that because it's, you know, sometimes like all love and light and doing your own work. There are people out there who are out to steal your energy and to steal your light. And so just being aware of that, but again, where you're power comes from. It's not getting fixated on how much another person is trying to take from you, but what part of your field is open to being taken advantage of. And so what the process of getting away from living this horizontal lifestyle where something over here pulls you, something over here pulls you. And, you know, then a year like 2020 happens and now you feel like you're going to rip at the seams yeah. is being able to transmute how you engage with that energy. So as an interpretation enters your field, like, oh, I feel that this person is trying to take advantage of me, really pulling yourself back into your center, which is exactly what boundaries is all about. Boundaries are not to keep you separate from other people. They are to keep you close to yourself so that you get to choose and you are always in authority with how you engage with the energy around you. So I pull back into my center and I recognize the interpretation that I'm having that's going on right now I'm not attached to it, but fuck, it feels terrible. It does not feel good to me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do the work of really transmuting this through earth energy, like rooting down, allowing that energy that's really up here, very heady, very like lost in the sauce to be pulled down through each and every one of your power centers until it hits the root and then sending that energy down into the earth in a grounding cord. And when you do that, you'll feel very grounded about what you're experiencing. And I always feel it when I'm doing meditations like a funnel. 
So if I'm having all these interpretations up here, as I pull them down through my power centers, each power center has its own, you know, communication, its own way of kind of milking out what is really truth. And as it drops down into your root, there's usually one very common undercurrent, one very specific undercurrent that is with all the interpretations that are going on, this is really how I feel. I don't feel heard. I do not feel considered. I don't feel chosen. I do not feel cared for. You know, whatever that interpretation is, then you get a choice to say, well, if I don't feel those things and I know that I'm responsible for filling my own cup so that I can then enjoy when another person extends something to me, I will in that moment take that and transmute that energy and say, I no longer resonate with this need for somebody else to validate me and to fill my cup. I transmute that energy. And by doing so, you send that energy down into the earth, which the earth is all about regeneration. We have mushrooms on this earth that eat radiation. It's fucking unreal. And you're, you're able to tap into that. We are always, that's why people put their bare toes on the ground, like earth energy, resonance, frequency, right? Again, sound, language, interpretations, all of it is just frequency coming through. And so when I send that frequency that no longer is in resonance with my field down, I call in what it is that I now would like to experience. And so now I'm living vertically because I'm in a state of reciprocity with spirit all the time. Mm, It's never like I'm transmuting this and that's it, or I'm getting information and that's it. You see that in the conscious community. Ayahuasca, 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 ayahuasca. But how much of that is really getting grounded into our actual life, into the root chakra, how we live, how we survive, how we transmute. And when you are in reciprocity with spirit, that is the best way that I could describe the cord cutting process is I am always releasing and being clear of what is entering my field and what I am sending out to other people through my field. And as I start to interpret something that I don't resonate with, I send it down. As I start to engage with energy that I do not really feel will support my life's purpose, I send it down. I call in what is next that I would like to refill that space with. Mm. And it's very fluid, very, very fluid. And what we can learn from this process is that when you are in reciprocity with spirit, you are always in a state of receptivity, which means you have the space. Literally was just thinking that. Yep. Keep going. Keep going. Sister. You I'm have like, the yes. space. You have the space inside of you yes. to command. You have the authority to say, this is the experience that I would like to have. You can have any experience you want, any experience you want. Like, let's say that you go, you know, you're walking down some city and you see a cafe with this old couple just cuddling, they're drinking their coffee. They're like 90 years old. And you're like, oh my God, look how cute they are. The world is such a beautiful place. And then you do a 180 and you turn around and there's a homeless person shooting up across the street from you. You're in the same place, very different perception. And your perception is based on where you chose to look. Yeah. It doesn't change that Love both that. truths are happening at the same time, mm-hmm. which means that the truth of this person's a fucking narcissist and they're out to get me can be your truth. And I continue to engage with narcissistic tendencies because my parents, my father was a narcissist and I, the only way that I got my needs met was by bending to his authority. And so I continue to engage with energy like that because it feels familiar, but it is my authority to choose to engage with it differently. And I will start by being aware of the interpretations entering and leaving my field. And when they are no longer in resonance with me, I will transmute them and I will call something in that is in closer resonance, knowing that you're not, you're not going to get it right. Maybe ever. It's not about getting it right. It's <laughs> no. not about that. Well, okay. No. What I love about this process, so beautifully, so beautifully explained. So thank you for that. Is there's no resistance there. 
as you said, it's mm-hmm. just this free flowing. There's no resistance there. Mm-hmm. And you guys some, some, yeah, something that I say a lot is what we resist persists. It's absolutely mm-hmm. true. What we resist persists. Um, and when we, so that darkness, it's a dark feeling, right? That, that feeling mm-hmm. that you're then wanting to transmute, transmute mm-hmm. and flow through you and send down into the earth. This is the beautiful part that I really hope that you guys get because a lot of us resist our darkness, but the process that Adrian just so beautifully explained and articulated is that it's about embracing it and sending it through us, which is literally the opposite of resistance. That's embracing and sending through so that Mm -hmm. we can birth. In other words, darkness births light. Esther Hicks talks about this all the time, guys. It's like we, we resisting our darkness does nothing for us. It actually keeps us in the, in a, that's how we get feedback loops over and over and over again, because we're resisting something that we actually get to and are blessed to like experience and send down and embrace and, oh, okay. Because I went through that, I now get to create this. Because if mm-hmm. it, think about it, if it wasn't for that, you would not have had the rocket of desire, as Esther Hicks says, of the new thing that is then gets to be birthed. That's why you see right. so many leaders in this world who have literally, if you learn their story, they've literally transformed their pain into their purpose. They are literally right. transformed their pain into their platform and their power. That is that is this. Like I yes. love what I and I love the way that you explained it, Adrian, because it's so different than any other way that I've heard this. Like it's just so beautiful. And I love how you talk about it vertical versus mm-hmm. horizontal. So, yeah. so good. Yes. Thank you. I also love it because this is my, my language that resonates with me from yeah. transmuting my karmic patterns, which karmic patterns are the ways in which we play out unconscious patterns with the world so that we can experience what is not our truth so that we can move into a state of Dharma, yes. which is to live in our truth and doing that required me to let go of this karmic relationship that I had with this mentor that was here to teach me what was not truth and to get so fucking clear on how I was interpreting and how I was engaging with that energy so that I could come to this place to really speak. And you can feel my experience when I share about it. You know, that is what, that's what's so beautiful about being able to transmute is when we're in a state of I'm playing out things completely unconsciously. I'm not even sure why I'm behaving this way you are in a state of karma you're not even living your purpose yet you are here just like as a student in boot camp to witness yourself over and over and over again and as you become aware of your patterns which is exactly what cord cutting is it's not cord cutting is not this huge ceremony that you do right when you're you and your ex break up chances are you're not really ready to do the cord cutting yet so you know maybe hold off and just get really aware of like how often you're going to their social media how many times a day you're giving your power away by being angry towards the way that they showed up or the abandonment or whatever. And as you become aware of all of the interpretations happening around you and you transmute them, this is where you step into the true state of free will, which is what you came here to do. Without free will, you are playing out karma and you will continue to play out karma until the day that you transmute that energy and decide, oh my God, it's a fucking choice. And you look up (laughs) at the sky with all the space that is around is inside of you now and you call it in and you're not going to call it in perfectly and the reason being because we spend so much time in this state of victimhood that we have to get super clear on not only that like our ability to define that gives us the power to create and try new patterns that are in free will some some not there's still be overlapping things right and as we get 
defined in what it is we want to experience, now we have the power to create a new future and a new reality that's going on. Yes. So good. So good. Okay. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So we're near the end of the episode. You, there's one final question that I'm going to ask you that I'm excited to hear actually. Uh, and it's a, it's the same question I ask every woman on this series, which is what is something about you, Adrian, that you used to dim dull, or maybe even shame that you have since reactivated and reignited on your journey to becoming the female on fire that you are today? I love this question because it naturally ties in with everything totally. we're talking about, which is my purpose here. Um, as a kid, I really saw myself as lazy and my parents would call me lazy. Uh, I was very energetic and very intuitive as a child. And so I spent most of my time in this space up here. And I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know that I was doing energy work and interpreting and moving things and, you know, creating things. I was a master manifester as a child. Um, And most of what I manifested was destruction so that I could witness and experience myself and, you know, figure out how I wanted to move forward with none of this language. And what happened to me as a child is I was so intentional. Like my parents would always say, your work ethic sucks, but man, when you really decide you're going to do something, it's incredible. And I had so much shame around that, that I ended up getting into relationships with men who would perpetuate that. And in my last relationship, I had a partner who was very, very addicted to the validation of the workspace. And he made more money than I had ever even seen. And I was working with him and I was constantly trying to flow into his work ethic and it destroyed my creativity. It destroyed my intuition and I lost myself. And so when I started this business, I flew to the other side of the fucking world to start the Alpha's project because I had to get so far away from what I had been shamed of and what I had felt about this idea of like needing to work all the time and do, 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 do when my natural state was to be and to be, to spend my energy getting so crystal clear about what it is I was even trying to create so that when I chose to perform the intentionality of what I created nobody can miss it. And this is why I have a very small number of community with high potency of engagement of people who might retreat sell out within a week. And it's because I spend all of that time in that creative space that never was praised as a child, Mm -hmm. only the performer was praised, right? Mm -hmm. And I have shed the need to be validated by the outside world for my performance. My performance is really just the final show. It's when I put on the outfit and do the thing and everyone's like, yay, but it is not at all what I create it is not at all what I'm here for. And it is not at all my ever flowing truth. That is the feminine energy that I express and experience yes. through my creativity. And so what it shows up as now is I work less than 10 hours a week and I'm hitting between six and seven figures right now in my first year of business. I will not work more than that unless I just feel, oh, I just love what I'm doing so much. And most of what I'm doing is interpreting the energy that I feel about a project that I'm doing. And when I can feel that there's contradiction in my field, or when I can feel that there are attachments, when I'm giving my power away to the idea of something that I'm creating, I pull back. I go into meditation. I start my hop a practice. I might go into a ceremony. I go spend time with my friends. I travel and fly out of the country. I do whatever I need to do to nurture the fact that nothing that I, I could create will change the worth that I have. And once I feel that neutrality and that crystal clear vision of, oh, okay, out of all these things that I was trying to create that I thought people would 
you know, validate for the performance. This is what my heart really wants to do. And when I release that into the world, it's the most magnetic thing that I've ever experienced. Mm -hmm. And so that is what lights me on fire is the process of coming to that and then letting people get to experience the performance and being able to validate the entire creative process on my own so that I can now just live in that flow and in that free will engagement and how I engage with the energy around me. Yeah. And truly, truly utilize that gift that you have Mm -hmm. that really is running your business in feminine flow. So yeah, totally. Cause I relate to that. I relate to what you shared and Mm -hmm. that do, do, do accomplish. It's very masculine energy, right? Which of, of course can absolutely generate results. It generates results. And like we, as women have this ability to tap into this beautiful, like, feminine flow where literally we birth life, like mm-hmm. we birth life. Like what mm-hmm. else, when we really tap into that and harness that, what else can we birth? Like, hello. Yes. So yes. it's just, it's beautiful that you, um, that you were able to release that shame, which was actually holding you back from fully tapping into owning and like utilizing your gifts and sharing that with the world. So so beautiful. I'm sure many, many listeners right now were, were really inspired by that message. Mm-hmm. So thank you for sharing that, Adrian. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Honor your creator. It's an ugly process yes. and it is what gives you the juice. Yes. Oh, totally. hundred <laughs> percent. So I also, a little birdie told me that you have a little gift, uh, for, uh, it was, uh, like a manifestation vision boarding, yeah. So I have a, a really simple um, vision boarding kind of one-on-one that's obviously so much deeper than vision boarding. If you were listening to this episode, um, I take and I integrate the aspect of shadow work and being able to clearly define where the contradictions exist in your field between what you desire for the world and why it's not showing up. Mm-hmm. Because your ability to manifest is no less or greater than anyone else's. Your contradictions might be though. So it's a entire, you know, maybe two hour process uh, that you guys can download and watch and take notes on. And it will guide you through how to create your vision board from like the masculine of getting clear and defining out what all your desires are, how it would make you feel, you know, what it would look like, all the avenues in which you could access that because, you know, the shadow side of the feminine is just sitting and sitting and sitting and sitting and not being decisive. But how can you integrate all of those and then see the contradictions in your field? And do the energy work and the cord cutting process every single day that it takes to no longer engage with energy that is keeping you in the contradiction. So mm. that is my gift to you guys. Um, it's just a recording that I did for my mastermind. I recorded it and I'm super excited to share that with you. Awesome. So we'll grab that info from you. We'll include that in the show notes. So guys, check the show notes. It'll be there for you. And Adrian, thank you so much for sharing your beautiful heart and soul and your energy with us today. It's been such a joy Mm -hmm. speaking with you and just like all the wisdom that you shared. Just so grateful. So thank you for coming on. Yes. Thank you, Ashley. Excited to get the feedback from this and just any, you know, anybody that has questions about these concepts. I know it was a lot of language and a lot of energy. So, so I'm much here juiciness. To, yeah. I'm here <laughs> so to help much. you process in any way I can. <laughs> yeah. Share it on your stories, guys. Whatever really landed for you. There was a lot of like golden nuggets. Like even you just said something that I'm like, I'm going to get my team to write that down and like <laughs> put it as one of the quote highlights because there's a lot, a lot of, a lot of good nuggets in here. So share it to your stories, tag us. We love seeing that and we love reposting and I will see you ladies on the next episode. If this episode spoke to you, and especially if you're a driven, ambitious woman, 
who is ready to dive deep so you can rise up to the next level and become truly unstoppable against any and all obstacles in your way, go to femaleonfire.net now. It is time to reignite that spark inside of you so you can radiate it out. Those parts of you that have been lying dormant, that you've been hiding, muting, shaming, it's time to reignite that flame inside of you so you are lit up from the inside out, irresistible, magnetic, in command of every room and every situation, and no one ever, ever forgets your name. Go to www.femaleonfire.net. That's femaleonfire.net or click the link in the show notes to learn more. You can also shoot me a DM on Instagram that says FOF for Female on Fire now. And as always, thank you so much for listening and especially for rating, reviewing, and sharing the episode. You're amazing. I love you. Have a powerful day.